Blog Talk Radio. In order to be free, you have to know the truth. Pastor Lionel Gant seeks to use the truth of God's word to help stop the tide of violence and mass incarceration used to enslave people all across this nation. Now, the word of truth by Pastor Lionel Gant. I am looking for freedom, looking for freedom, and Glory to God, glory to God. This is Pastor Lionel Gant. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia, and once again, <coughs> I hate to tell you, but we're coming to you with the with the whole truth and nothing but the truth. I have two uh, two guest hosts on the air with me today, uh, two two very good friends of mine, uh, and 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 today we're going to be talking about a number of subjects, uh, but. But the main thing is what we're trying to do to what we have to do to come together as a black nation of people. Uh, 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 I, I have, uh, I have, uh, you know, we're continuing, we're continuing our broadcast talking about the the medical murder and the, the things that are that are happening today, and 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 we see it happening. In Russia now, where they're talking about using biological weapons and uh, using chemical weapons, and uh, right now I want to go ahead on and introduce uh, my guest. But let me share, let me share with you all a word uh, from the Book of Psalms, and uh, I'm going back old school, and I'm going to go ahead and read the 23rd Psalm, and it says, "The Lord is my shepherd." I shall not I shall not want. He making me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valleys of the shadows of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff. They comfort me. Thou prepares a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with awe. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. We give honor and glory to our Father for the reading of his word. All right. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for this broadcast. I thank you for my guests that are on this line. We ask you, Heavenly Father, that your word go forth in power and anointing and in understanding. Father God, I thank you for this day, and we ask you, Heavenly Father, you take authority over this day. In the name of Yahshua, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. And thank God. All right, this is the whole truth and nothing but the truth radio broadcast. And and I I, I want I want my uh guests to introduce themselves um uh, uh ladies first and, and, and then uh I, I want uh I want you to uh to to uh give us a a short uh 
a short introduction as to remind the people of who you are. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for having me, Pastor Dan. This is Denisha Watson calling in from Detroit, Michigan. And I am an advocate for us to have proper health care, an advocate against a lot of atrocities and crimes against humanity that are being committed within our local cities all across the country. Um, and so with that, I am just very grateful to Pastor Gent for having me. Glory to God. We're glad to have you. We're glad to have you, especially especially when you educate about us about us eating ourselves to death and, 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 and most of the th- most of the elements that we have is because we're we're not eating properly and we're not doing the proper thing. Uh uh, my brother, I'm going to let you come in and introduce yourself, but then I want to go right back to her because I have something I want to, I want her to expound on. Uh, come on in, bro. All right. Uh, good afternoon, and I appreciate you for inviting me again, Reverend Gant. And uh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting uh, patiently. To, I want to hear what what uh, the sister has to say about health. Um, my name is Ibrahim Musa Saad. And I'm for the survival, modern-day survival and tactics for that we need to really seriously consider for our black dysphoria around the world. Thank you. Okay, okay. Um, um, my sister, come on. Yes. Wow. Well, I, it's a pleasure. So you never know who we're going to meet on these uh, shows, uh, the, the guests that Pastor Gant have come in. Uh, everyone has always been beneficial to me, so I hope everyone has their notepads and their pens ready, um, <laughs> their ears open and minds open, and their hearts open and with gratitude uh, because it's because of events like this. Uh, Pastor Gannon, what he's doing, that we're able to meet people that we need to meet to help us to get geared up to fight this war that we are actively in. So, yeah. you guys... Well, I, I think that God. I, I really think that God has brought us all together at this particular time in our lives, uh, uh, from different walks of faith, from different walks in life. I, I believe that God has brought us all together for His divine purpose. Very true. Yes. So, um, you guys, I need to give you a bit of an update. Uh, I've been talking about nutrition. In terms of our soil being sick, uh, the microbes in the soil being sick, and us growing pretty deadly vegetables. That is genetically modified plant and plant organisms without the needed and valued nutrition and supplementation that we need to actually have the plants work for our bodies. Now, this can be a bit daunting. It can make us, in a sense, just pull our hair out. Because where do we start? We, we have the whole food going around the country. Uh, everyone is claiming things are organic. But again, I tell you, as a professional, if the soil is sick, the microbes are sick, and we have genetically modified foods and fruits, all of them, uh, uh, plenty of them that were made in the lab, uh, then we have to wonder what we're getting and what how can we utilize these things in order to help our bodies to heal itself. Um, I want to start off, I don't know if you all remember, 
Rosa, Rosa Sylvester was on this show, and it's by the grace yeah. of and the goodness of Pastor Gant that I was able to uh, get with Rosa and become a part of the company that she's a part of. And I got to tell you, uh, the, the vitamins and the supplements that I started taking um, was very much beneficial for me. While I have a unique situation with my cancer spreading, um, and there are some other changes that I definitely needed to make in my in my dietary habits that have not fully. Um, <laughs> I haven't always done what I was supposed to do. Let me just be raw about it. And it's very difficult, oftentimes, especially if you find yourself uh, in a situation where your finances are not as strong as you would like them to be. So you end up eating what's around you. You eat what you can afford. And in most major metropolitan cities, there's uh, chicken places all around the place. Hold on. Let me throw this in there. I mean, because, okay, we we, we as a nation of people, okay, and, and that's what I want my brother to come in on, talking about how we need to become one nation of people. We We have been so... So we have we have been so diluted and so confused by 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 American culture and, and by by that that boob tube that's on 24 hours a day, the TV that's on 24 hours a day, showing the people what they what they want them to eat, showing them these foul foods, showing them these sweet foods, all of these sugary foods all of this stuff that they're showing us on TV to Americanize us, okay, we have gotten away from our black culture, okay. When I grew up as a young man, we, 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 we all had gardens. Everybody had gardens. And those that didn't have a garden, they had, they had a neighbor that had a garden. So they, we got fresh food out of the garden. We, 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 didn't, we, didn't, we didn't eat the the hot dogs, hamburgers, and the, the nonsense that we see our, uh, our, our families feeding each other today, we gotten away from our culture. And, 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 and so I want to keep the conversation going. I want to flip it back and forth uh, between us. So, bro, so come on in and, 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 and talk about the Nubian nation and what we need to get back to our tradition. When we're talking about eating healthy, that was a normal thing for our culture. Come on yes. in. Yes, it was. You know, and what Sister saying is absolutely correct. You know, a lot of people call it, they're going veg- vegetarians, and they forget that Monsanto several years ago made plants without seeds. Now, if you ever taste, uh, like I said, watermelon, which I love and a lot of us do down south here, but uh, a well, you taste a watermelon without seeds and a watermelon with seeds, and you tell me which one is sweeter. The watermelon with seeds, and also you could benefit off that buying that melon plant plant some of your own if you so have to. Um, but these are the kind of things that we are understand that okay. we lose the value. You're correct, people. because because I you know I bought one of those watermelons thinking it was a regular watermelon, and it was very uh, watery. Let me just kind of say the texture was a was a little more watery, and it wasn't as as authentic as the ones we have with, with seeds in them. Go ahead, bro. And you, and, you know, so everything is affecting us on health and everything. I think that looking at a nation, we have to understand what's going on today, like over there in Ukraine. 
and all the violence being perpetrated on the Ukrainians upon uh, black people over there in Ukraine, whether they're American or whether they're different African countries, different ethnicities, you know, they are being treated worse or the same way we're being treated in this country. And also, um, I don't know if you've been paying attention, but Israel has just uh, created, uh, they gave uh, African uh, refugees uh, 30 days to leave their country or be arrested and fined, and they're paying some countries $5,000 and giving them weapons in order to pay for, for them to accept the refugees that's over here in Israel. And a lot of, yeah. That's Man, true. Wait, wait a minute. What are you saying? What are you saying? What are you saying? That without our own nation and without support, the same question that Marcus Garvey has, who then speaks for us black people? You know what I mean? Who collectively can change anything that happens to our nation? Somalia is being bombed, you know, by, some, by these Europeans, and the killing that their expression is happening, you know, they're so intense and hurtful about everything's taking place over there in Ukraine, the Russians are doing Ukraine, and it doesn't even compare to no war America has committed on the nation of color. You know, you know, I, I remember, I know some of y'all still remember the, the Second Gulf War. Let me, so, go back to my, let me go back to my sister so we can, we can, we can engage in conversation. What do you see the problem with with uh, with Black America? If, if the same thing was happening uh, overseas was happening here, what do you think would happen with us, with us if we don't come together? Well, what they're setting up to do is to bomb us. In many states, they already have the National Guard. I know they had here in Michigan even before the COVID pandemic took place. Of the, of the coronavirus and all of those things, they already had tanks running up and down our our major streets in broad daylight, and they had their uh, equipment, their computers and stuff out, and you could see them surveying. Um, uh-huh. What's happening is because of the lack of quality of life in our inner cities, and this is my opinion and my opinion only. It does not belong to the uh, host or the radio show. I believe because of the fact that we have such a low quality of life, which have been implemented, it's been staged and set up this way. The war is against us. It's not against anyone else. The war is against black people, and they intend very much to annihilate us. And if we don't stand together, and we won't stand together, you know why, you guys? Because we don't want to open up our minds and listen. We don't want to go to war. We don't want to fight. Where do you see the problem at? Okay, is it in leadership? Is it okay? Okay, is it in leadership? And I'm going to ask my brother to uh, to uh, come in on that. Well, you, you know, I think let's look at it. Let's look at what it is, right? We don't care about ourselves. We don't love ourselves. We want to hate, and other people hate us. We want to hate things, but we don't love ourselves. If you don't care for yourself, who who else do you expect to care for? And uh, well, we've been taught to not love ourselves. We've been programmed. <laughs> yeah, you know, but by design. You know, a new word came out, and this problem is going on in uh, Ukraine with the Africans in Ukraine. It's called, uh, uh, well, it's not a new word. It's called ethnic. <laughs> Ethnocracy, ethnocracy, like a democracy only based on ethnic groups, right? And see, so we think this government as a republic, right, and uh, or, or as a democracy, you know. But the majority of people in the country are white, just like over well, the Ukraine, the European, 
or they're similar. That's a nation. People have similar language and culture and everything, right, and color, some other things. And, our, and, they, and their dominant views of Americans are based on common law and embellishment of Western perspectives of their own common knowledge, religion, and, and history. You know, the history they, the history they have, their perspective history. So if I can, go ahead. can I please interject and say something? You guys, you, you hear a black king talking. There's two black kings here, and in all due respect of both of them, here they are trying to enlighten us to what it is that we need to do to start in our own households to become not only responsible, but to become able to fight and to take care of ourselves because when the, the fighting has already started, it's in our neighborhoods, it's in our households, we're dealing with our children and all of these things, uh, the things that's going on with them mentally, physically, emotionally. So we have to start at home before we can ever get out in the streets and fight anything. But I want to say this to you. We are the first people of this planet. We belong to God. No one else has ever come through the lineage or come through the womb except for by coming through a black woman. We don't understand that. And trust me, when you become conscious of this fact, it's mind-blowing. Hold on. I'm going to say that that I see that movement amongst us, as my brother was saying, that we don't love each other. I I, I see a movement of love springing up again uh, in, in in the in the in the nation among our women, I see a, a a whole new movement among the black the black woman as she's you know identifying herself and first beginning to love herself again because they've been they've been taught to hate themselves, okay. Yeah. And same thing with with our mothers that are raising our young men, you know they're raising yeah. to 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 you know, to, to hate themselves, you know, and, and now we see that trend changing where, where, where they're beginning to say, Hey, we got to love ourselves, you know? So I'm going to say as a man of God, I'm going to say, first, we need to have our relationship right with God, with, 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 with God. And then you need to have the right relationship with yourself and then you got to love black the black young men. You got to love your black mothers. You got to love your black women. You got to take care of your aunties. Take care of your nieces. Take care of your cousins. We got we got Pastor, to love one another. Uh, go ahead, sister. I feel Pastor, back. if I can, you know we have these uh, two black men here, these black kings, and I want to take it upon myself to apologize to you all for any pain and suffering that you all have endured throughout your lifetime at the hands of a black woman. Now, just understand, ladies, please listen to me. Please hear me. The attack against the black family took place when we were sold into slavery. You all have to remember, our black men were beaten into inches of their lives. They were raped. Our children were taken and raped. The babies thrown to alligators. The, the, the experimentation that the CDC has done on us for millions of years, even up until, well, not millions of years, thousands, even up until today, or shall I say hundreds of years, it's still continuing. Um, the fact that they well, know full we well. 400 years that we can deal with. We, we, we yes. know 400 years in so America. What I'm, exactly. So what uh, I'm saying uh, to you guys, 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you, what I'm saying to you guys is, we don't look and pay attention and accept responsibility. We have to pull those scales off of our mm-hmm. eyes. You know, it's, it's happening. You, you said something very important, and that was take self responsibility. You know, I, I understand that people have all these beliefs, and that some of it's true, and some of it is uh, distorted, right? But the thing mm-hmm. is that when we loved ourselves, when we did for each other as a group and a community, right? And we shared common values and religion and all like this here. That was that would enhance our environment. That would enhance our people to each other, which is not what is happening today. You know, everybody has a, okay. a way they want to route they want to go, and not embracing the whole community, right? Like the fifth of the community is not just in the man's hands; it's in the woman's hands. It's not just in the woman's hands; it's in the children's hands, right? And and, it is. and we have to take responsibility of educating our children. We have to. Well, we can't take responsibility if we're miseducated ourselves. The Miseducation of the Negro is a book that everybody should read. But what I'm saying to you all is this. We have been pre-programmed this way. And if you think about what has happened to the black man in front of the – I'm sorry, Pastor Ann. Go ahead. What has happened to the black man in front of the black woman, what has happened to the black woman in front of the black man – we have been taught to hate one another, and it has been ingrained in our endocrine system and our hormone system. I want you all to not forget something, and I want you to let this marinate. They still have the slave houses, the breeding houses, in which they took black men and women and their children and forced them to have sex with one another, putting bags over their heads, they had the father sleeping with the daughter, the mother sleeping with the son, the brother sleeping with the sister. They did this. These 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 breeding houses are still in Connecticut and Maine. They're still standing. So don't let nobody tell you, oh, a thousand years ago, the dinosaurs, a thousand years, my ha-ha. We're talking about something that was just right down the street. So we have, let understand what I'm saying, ladies. We have been programmed and taught to not only hate ourselves, but to hate the black man. The black man have been taught to hate us. That's why we got all of this child molestation, rape, and incest happening within the families. Come on. We can't heal each other if we don't talk about the things. Our um, endocrine system. You know, you know what I mean? may, I just, may I just say one little thing, right? You know, um, as a matter of fact, uh, I'm just a little plug. I'm, I'm doing black history tours again in Atlanta. And uh, about Atlanta, um, Atlanta history tours uh, by uh, Dwight McQueen. Anyway, uh, what I when I teach history, right, about Atlanta and about our black people, I teach about what we did in spite of degradation and segregation and all the other gations, right? You know, because it's important to me. When Roots came out, everybody was horrified about what it, uh, the atrocities had been committed us, but nobody even today want to talk about what we do what we did, how we live, and what we accomplished in our 70,000 years here in North America. Everybody wants to uh, to eliminate all our history uh, down to about 500 years ago when the Europeans brought us to this, to this, country, this, this continent here. And that is, that is, that is an injustice to our ancestors and even now accomplishment from, from then to now. You know, uh, I, I constantly post things that, we talk about the slavery and everything, but we don't talk about slavery. We don't talk about uh, the, the rich history down in St. Augustine, Florida, the oldest, the oldest uh, city in this country, right? We don't talk about 
We don't even talk about the rich history. We talk about it, brother. It's just in different places. Or the creek blacks. We don't hold, talk about it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, bro. Now, you got to limit your com- – you got to limit this to, you know, a few seconds because radio time. I know. Yeah, I know, but, but, what, but what I'm saying okay, – Hold on, course. hold on. Let her come in. To, to do what we should be doing. Well, hold just, on, hold on, bro. Let okay. me control the flow. Yes, sir. Let her come in with her comment, and then you can continue yours. Go ahead. What I what I wanted to say is this: is, he is telling the absolute truth about things, and the media uh, pushes narratives and they push the anger and they push the negative part because it, it, it if you just think about it, it controls the crowd. It tells us what to think, what to do, how to act. But here's what I'm saying. Yes, this is very important, everything that we have done. But as of right now, we need action. We need action behind what it is that we're saying. We can talk and pray all day long, but if we don't put nothing into action, nothing is going to change. What I'm stating is that we are responsible. Hold on, sister. That's what we're talking about today. We need to become a nation of people. That's what's missing with black America. We we have we have the 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 income of 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 a of a of a small nation of another nation. I mean, we have more income than some of the countries around the world, and we need to bring that together. So I'm going to flip it back to my brother. What do we need to do to become a nation of people? Well, well, you know, um, I talked about I, I constantly talk about the Nubian nation or what used to be called the Black Belt. That's states from Virginia to Texas and then down into Florida and also Arkansas and Tennessee included. These are the areas that's heavily with black population. Now, um, based on a, the, the general definition of a nation, we already are. We have similar cultures. We have similar language. We also have similar problems, right? You, you know, we're not, we're not hated because we're, we're a black homosexual. We're not hated because we're a black Christian or we're a black Muslim. We're not hated for that. We're hated because we're black, whether we're rich, poor, or whatever. Now, so we represent a nation. So if we love ourselves and want to see us do better, we want to stop the violence amongst ourselves, the fratricide, the patricide, the priest brutality, and indiscriminate killing. Why should they respect us to have? Because we don't have, we don't use our power directly for ourselves. We don't vote for people and let people that represent us. We want to be part of an ethnic. Well, hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. We have we have more black politicians, more black judges, more women, black women judges than we've ever had before. Go ahead. Well, yeah. Well, well. If you want to say that, uh, more women have before, but not just about as many we had during Reconstruction. You can check. You can check my facts on that. You know how I am, right? Um, yes. But but, but, but anyway, see, since we don't have a will to be a nation. See, we're a part of autocracy. Autocracy are white, are basically these white people with their culture and their and their their history that they push upon us. Even the media, the movies, the TV, all this control. Uh, you know, like Kaji Wilson said, it controls our minds, right? You control them. You control a person's mind. You don't have to worry about their actions, but they will act accordingly. Mm-hmm. That's what the education or what they consume dictates that they do. So what okay. we're so okay. doing we understand that okay. and i think most of our listeners and the, the 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 education of the listeners that we have they know that these things exist they know about these things what we need to talk about today is is the solution 
That's so, that's what I was getting to. That's what I get to. How do we how do we how do we change this uh dilemma? Okay. First of all, we started off talking about the, even the very foods that we eat. Mm-hmm really eating ourselves to death, okay? Mm-hmm. And we got to realize that, that, they're, that they're producing GMO-produced food. They're putting chemicals. They're putting chemicals and things into the food that's designed to kill us. We, we had a show a couple of weeks ago where we were talking about how they use DNA, how they're using DNA research uh, to inflict uh, death upon us, all these things that are came up with the, the diabetes, with the, the blood pressure, with all of these different uh, isms and schisms that are particularly designed uh, to enact on our DNA. Um, and I'm going to go back to my sister because we have talked about this in length before. Explain that to us, how they're, how they're, using, uh, how they're using the foods and all this stuff to kill us. Okay, so you guys, if you all would just go really quickly, you can even go to Google and find this out, and just look up um, genetically modified fruits and vegetables. Now, it said that the um, Monticello, which was Thomas Jefferson's um, farm in his home, is supposed to sell organic seeds and fruits and so forth. We're believing whatever it is that we choose to believe based on the information that people give us. But here is a fact of the matter. When you look up genetically modified foods, just look it up for yourself. It's going to tell you what it is. And you think about the fact that the foods that we're eating are degrading at a faster rate. Again, the brother mentioned that we don't have, we have fruits and vegetables that don't have seeds. Now, I don't, I, I love watermelon, but I don't like the seeds in watermelon. So I'm more apt to buy, well, in my ignorance, I was more apt to buy a watermelon without the seeds than I was to buy one with the seeds. And I wasn't thinking to myself, get the watermelon with the seeds because you can plant the seeds and grow more watermelons and you'll have more food to eat for your family. And you don't have to allow someone to take advantage of you and tell you we're going to give you two, three, four, five hundred dollars $500 worth of food stamps, which we shouldn't be uh, punishing you and making you apply for in the first place. We owe it to you, but we're, we're not going to give you that. Go go take your food stamps and go to the store and buy fruits and vegetables that you can replant and that you'll have more fruits and foods to feed your family with for the mm-hmm. next season. Right. That's the first thing that you need to do. Uh, we right. can figure out where we're going to get the food from later. Just don't get, well, you can't plant anything if you have fruits and vegetables that don't have seeds. Technically, you can't do that. We should stop eating meat. Why am I saying that? Because I know mm-hmm. I, 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 like, I like some meat, so I'm not going to lie to you all. But the hormones that are in the meats are turning our hormones. They're imbalancing our hormones. And so that's why our children are growing up. Uh, they have attention deficit disorder. Uh, our little girls have menstrual issues. Um, our little boys and our little girls are growing body parts and appendages that don't match their age because there's hormones in the food. It's hormones in the canned goods. Um, I tell you what, this is an easy way to do it. If you want to change the way that you're eating, if you want to make a difference in your life, if you want to save your life as best you can, because we can't eliminate everything. we got to know that. So let's not drive ourselves crazy with that. Contact Pastor Gantt and let him know 
Mm-hmm. Uh, get ready to get you some soil. Listen to this king and what he's saying that we need to do so that we can sustain ourselves. I'm going to shut up and I'm going to listen to it. And I got my pen and my paper. On that, on that subject, my sister, you know, for for three years, for three years under this uh, Stop the Violence campaign, we united with uh, with the seed lady from California, and we were we 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 took our time to teach the people to grow your own food, okay? And and the people were saying, well, I, I live in an apartment. How am I gonna grow my own food? I said, well, you get your five gallon buckets, you get you a couple of buckets, you put your tomatoes in there. You know they're gonna grow big. You know you can grow your own food. Right down on your patio, right down on your porch, uh, but 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 every every uh, herb, everything that you grow is gonna be is gonna add to your family's health. It's gonna add to their stability, and it's gonna it, it's gonna change even with our children. The foods that they're eating with with all of these uh, sugars and all of these sweets in them, yeah. all of these things are working against our bodies against our yes our mind and our endocrine system yep uh-huh. creating a whole new uh set of children or patients to go into the hospitals i want you all to keep something in mind i've never said that all doctors were bad even when i shared my experience of having metastatic cancer and dying here's what i'm saying to you in order for the medical industry to be mm-hmm. to maintain its profitability they oh, have yeah. to have sick patients you can't have sick patients unless you create circumstances which will make them sick. So Alonzo Cash just passed away uh, February 7th, 2022, unfortunately. And we're uh, doing, I'm doing my best to contribute to a fishing fund because he was an avid fisherman to make sure that children know how to fish. If you teach the children how to fish, without them being molested and injured and hurt by the people who are supposed to be leading them, i got to throw that in there, then you'll teach them to feed their communities, their families, and themselves. If you're staying in a high-rise apartment building and you all decide that you want to start a community garden and it's done correctly, everybody in that high-rise apartment building can sow their time and their energy into maintaining the garden. They can give something back. Don't just take and not give back, people, if you hear what I'm saying. Put in the energy and the work, and then the whole apartment building can eat. So that's exactly, that's exactly That's exactly what I do. I take the young men. I take them out there fishing. I take them out there to, I mean, and, and, and it's just, I don't care how gangster they is or how hood they is. You know, when they, go, when they come out there with me and, they, and I teach them how to fish, how to cast the reel out there. When they catch that first fish and they pull it out of the water, their whole demeanor changes. All right, my brother, my brother, let's talk about, let's talk about, let's talk about nation building. Let's talk about nation building. with a lot of things, right? But what I was trying to get to is in the book of Enoch, chapter 110, which pretty much Uh says get away, get away from from, from those, those people, right? And I, I would go, but anyway, see, the whole thing is that we don't understand the, the, the power of having co-ops and collective buying, right, and collective living. When we think about, uh, we think about trying to communicate, we think about housing. That's the only thing we think about, right? When we think about government, we think on small scales, right? 
We don't think about but, it. But hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. Our, our grandparents, our grandparents did. Our grandparents did. What happened to us? Exactly. See, see, see. I, you know, I can go there. You know, I can go there because I was raised up down in the segregated South, and all, all my people had farms all around North Georgia. While well, them black people gone now, they had farms. They took the land away from. Them. That's another story all the deal. Had nineteen ninety nine. But listen, what I'm saying is that we got to think about doing things collectively. If we're paying too much for something, gas and everything, you know, we can collectively buy our own gas. You know, it ain't like that. Mm-hmm. I and new because uh, uh, JFK Jr. did that for Massachusetts, the fuel oil, when the fuel oil was sky high years ago before he died. Right? He bought it from, bought it from another country that we call the communist country. We didn't want to buy it from. There are ways that we can collectively buy it. We act as a community as a self-sufficient nation. You say self-sufficient, you mean everything that people, all the needs of the people have to be sustained, maintained, and, and, and be put on a permanent level. So, yeah, look at our communities as little nations, the little cities, right? Politically, mm-hmm. economically, ma- and manufacturing. we we got to stop talking about black business. All we build is restaurants. Hold, we on, bro. hold on a minute. Hold on. But hold on now. Hold on. Hold on now. We, we don't even... Okay, as as a as a as a nation of people, we don't even know each other. We don't even associate with each other like our elders did back in the day. Back in the day, but but see what I, this is what I'm saying though. So when we start doing something, you cannot foster education by parables. See, everything that when I talk mm-hmm. about history and I talk to younger folk, all they hear is parables, right? They hear what yeah. they, their perspective, what they conceived or saw, they depended upon, just like the people of Moses when they left, they left from the slavery, the mental slavery of Egypt, right? They depended on Egyptians for everything, their knowledge, their religion, their debauchery, their enjoyment, entertainment, their food, their substance, right? And then when they were forced to go out on their own, they had two things to depend on. That was God, you know, and that was themselves, you know. So once we start we come together collectively. There are there are plenty of groups. There are, there are black farm groups out there. There's black uh-huh. groups. That, I know one of my cousins got a farm down here in Griffith that he takes in uh, um, uh, juveniles and, and and they come to teach them about farm, how to how to raise livestock, how to grow things, right? And this is the kind of thing that we have to that collectively we start doing these things collectively. This brings unity because we have a need that's going to be supplied. We can we got to get away from these stores, these fad country things, just about right. clothes. We're not making our own clothes. I have a question, brother, if you would. Hold on, bro. Hold on. Hold on. She has a question. I have a question for you. My thing is this, because it's happening all over the place that we're having the farms. I'm here in Michigan, and I I was engineering a better breed of chicken. No, I wasn't killing the chicken. It was just for the eggs. I'll explain that later. But this (laughs) is what I want to ask you, because we don't have a military force. We don't have counterintelligence. We don't have those things within the black community. The people within the black community are, we're giving each other up, throwing one another under the bus. I think if anything, it has to start there. We can, tell me if you feel that I'm wrong. We can go back into the past and try to look at everything that's taken place. And you should know your past because if you don't, you're deemed to repeat it. But here's the fact, we're in a war right now. We're literally in a war. We're being picked That's off right. and killed off by the billions. But yeah, you know, and you know, so, you know, we're not in a war because we're not we're not fighting back. Now, now let me say we can do a lot of things. We have everything that we need to to survive. So we're in survival mode now. I don't care how out war to get. If you don't have yourself prepared 
if you don't have your if you don't have the necessary to carry on a long term war, then you're gonna lose you're gonna lose one way or another. Well, of course, yeah, the art of so, the so art of you war. Either, so what you I'm know, like, like like you can you, you can either go and give up and survive or go and, you know just take you right, know or take, you can fight to live you can die fighting to live. So what no, I'm asking but, but, you but, but, is this: you can learn this skill. I'm gonna have to fight. hold on, y'all. Hold on, hold on, y'all, because I know this is a hot subject, but but you know. The, the booklet, the booklet that I've written, and I've written it out in three different booklets. So, because we had to present stuff to our people, you know, one by one, so they could get the understanding of one thing before you move to the next. And the booklet that I'm writing right now is called the Silent War. And yes, we are at war. We've been at war since since they landed on Plymouth Rock. You know, we've always been in battle. And all the things that you described at the beginning of the show that they've been doing to us as a nation of people, um, you know, with the killing, the raping, the, all those things that you all were talking about, well, those things are still going on at a higher rate. And they're saying that, you know, they're producing uh, situations where, where, where we are doing it to ourselves. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so now, bro, I want you to, I want you to talk about, I want you to quickly talk about nation building. How do we build ourselves as a nation? How do we come together as a as a as a as a people? Okay, the Jews have done it. The Indians are, de- are doing it. The 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 Orientals that come over here, regardless of what country they come from, Vietnam, uh, China, J- uh, Japan. They come together. They come together. We even have Chinatown in every major city across the nation. Mm-hmm. Chinatown. Okay. Okay. So, so tell us about building a nation. About how we build ourselves as a nation of people. Mm. Well, well, well. I, I don't necessarily care about the premise that you use because I actually I do a lot of travel and I know a lot of people that from those different nations. It ain't what we think it is. We see this, but. But look, let me say, we, you got to believe in yourself, right? You got to believe in your home and your community, right? You, if you believe that, if you believe that there's a problem, if you know the problem, you got to have solutions. So, in other words, go out there and do. If that's if that's a problem, then you we need to raise our own food. And I think I'm I'm very down with that. We need to raise our own food. Okay. We need, to, but we are in this thing stopped in a lot of different ways. Do we yeah, have but, but, but we're not doing have had their chickens and duck paper. Hold on. You want to see, we asked me to finish it up, right? So we're not doing it self-sufficient level. We're, we're doing it at piecemeal, and we're doing it. We're doing what you know. It's about the eye. But we look at things collectively. Even we purchase our seeds, our equipment, our tractors, and we lease it out in the community. I have, I have a whole outline for setup of a community or a nation, and I'm starting. I'm gonna, inshallah, God willing, once I get back in the country, I'm gonna start one down there in Twiggs County, right? And okay. I'm gonna start everything that I said and give people opportunity to use the land like it's supposed to be used instead of have this urban mentality and 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 it's, and it's a narrow mentality just based on your color, but based on your needs, based on your people's needs. If you understand the needs of a person, you supply the needs. We we too much in time for supplying everything but what people need. So that's what we need. We people have to depend on us. They have to be they have to come to us if they have a need for safety, security, food, money. Economics, right? They have to come to us. Our economics have to be disposed that where we where where we import more than we export. I mean, export more. Excuse me. We export more than we import. You see what I'm saying? Even from community to community. 
Your community should be built to be around self-sufficient. You should you should be able to control the politics of your community. You know, that everything from the dog catcher up to the president of the United States, that your people have to be able to vote in a block and considering based on their needs and not on their wants or, or things they've been led to believe, right? That should be based on reality, logic, you know, how this how this applies, right? Okay. That everything that you do has a reaction. It's a reaction okay. to everything you, everything you say. Right. So, so okay. by but, commitment, but you know, you know that I, you, I mean, you know that I have already, you know, done those things and I've, you know, organized a hundred black forums across the nation. We've done all those things. We, we, we actually, you know, taught America that, you know, we have to grow our own food. And then that's when, before they started all this organic food stuff, you know, they literally stole that from us because that's what me and, and uh, the seed lady from California was 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 putting out on TV, putting out on radio, twenty four seven, telling the people that look, y'all got to grow your own food. I you mean, know, yeah. But, 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 but racism in agriculture has you know, been long. You know, standing. Hold on, hold on, let us finish, bro. Go ahead. I'm sorry, I just jumped in. Racism in agriculture has been long standing, and I'm watching something here. I'm not down there in Georgia. Um, I have family down there. Of course, you're down there, Pastor Gant, and then. I'm looking at what's happening here and how the government, the powers that be, are seeking to block large change. And I, I see how our own black people are sometimes against us, just like the Flint water crisis. You have people talking about the Flint water crisis riding off this trauma every single freaking day. But nobody's standing up all together collectively demanding that our government be held responsible for murdering the people of Flint. They're murdering us, too. Our whole water supply is connected. But when I call in on the radio and I'm trying to talk to somebody and bring it up points, oh, the call automatically gets dropped. A whole bunch of things take place. What this gentleman is saying that we need to be doing, we are doing. We are. But we, we need a military is what we need. We need counterintelligence is what we need. Well, you're talking to, well, this brother that you're talking to has been working with, have been working with the young men that have been establishing uh, our own uh, uh, military. Can you talk a little bit about that, brother? Um, yes, yes, you're right. There are people that, there are people, but, you know, to have a military or army, you got to have a government. And uh, since you don't have a government, everybody has what they call a solution, you know, a defense mechanism. And on my estimation, it's only maybe one or two I've even seen come close to fulfilling the needs of our people in this country, you know, because, you know, we don't have a government. It's a government, armies are led by civilians. It's a government yeah. that needs people. They protect their people. They don't, we don't have land to protect. We don't have people to protect. Or at least we don't acknowledge ourselves. Exactly. We don't concern ourselves as being a group of people, a nation, because we pick the definition of a nation. We don't do that, right? We're, big, we're in a, a, a nation of hypocrisy. The government looks for their needs, for their needs of their people, and their people, not us. Like, like you know, like, uh, <laughs> you know, like what Frederick Douglass said, what does Fourth of July mean to the slaves, right? You know, so exactly. everything in this country is based on even the education level. Now they tell us we can't even teach 
the, the, the presumptive education that they accredited for us to teach ourselves, right? That we can and, be taught. and that's where the miseducation of the Negro comes in place. And you know what I find amazing? People don't even realize in the United States that we pay our Social Security tax to the Queen of England. A lot of people have no idea why it is that we're still enslaved. Enslaved in the local, the, no, the main uh, insurance companies uh, in New York still own the rights and the policies to our ancestors who were enslaved. Do you know what that means? That means that they still own those life insurance policies to our ancestors that were enslaved, right? They still own us. We're still property. That's why everybody else can come over here and get reparations and get money, but we can't get anything. It's only one thing that we're going to have to do, you people, and this is just my opinion personally. It has nothing to do with Pastor Gann or anyone else. We're going to have to fight to live or die fighting, one of the two. It's not going to be any other way. And I was trying to get my brother to talk about some of the, uh, some of the military uh, organizations, some of the young brothers that are out here that are trying to organize, uh, and, and they're going to the range, and they're, you know, they're wearing the uniforms, and they're trying mm-hmm. to build a militia. Uh, do you can you go, can you uh, uh, talk a little bit more about that, my brother? Yes, uh, Panstock is doing a pretty good job, right? Um, that's uh, uh, General AJ Frazier, uh, brother Rockwilder. Um, they're actually doing Rockwilder. I ain't seen them in a minute. How you doing? <laughs> they're doing all right. They're doing training today up there around Panola Mountain, Stone Mountain. They're doing um, a walk. You know, they don't have you know have conferences and bags. They're doing that today. And also, they had a they had a couple of uh, training, shooting trains and uh, survival training around around the southeast and uh, and uh, recently. And also, they're doing another survival training um, coming up uh, in the March, right? And uh, and some other things. So that's a good place to look at. Um, another another as far as legal and using intelligence and knowledge would be a good way to start. I have to give it to NFAC, and that is Jay Johnson. Another another person that I mentored, right? I get I get that to him because as soon maybe as soon as he get out from under this this thing they trying to put on him, trying to lock him up for twenty years, and we get support mm-hmm. him to get out from under that, then we have some things. I've met some brothers in in different segments of the New Black Council Party, um, no, you know, okay. there's many segments of it, and I met some of them that are actually uh, still trying to do something, train uh, the brothers of the Huey New Gun Club. Some of them are are training and being prepared. Uh, um, and then there's a host of uh, different groups uh, uh, in Milwaukee. Um, one original Black Panther, King Rick, uh, to give him credit. You know, he teaches the you know how to approach uh, the government and the country and these and these vendors in our neighborhood uh, when one of them being abused and assaulted. And uh, there's a lot of groups. Uh, uh, there's a lot of groups out there working now. Um, you know, for for the survival training. And there's also groups working logically and practically on. Um, you know, uh, uh, putting that nation together. You know, okay. you know. Sometimes you can't put the horse to the cart. Even the, even any guerrilla warfare, any war in this country, in the world, over over millennia, have been fought for two things: land and resources. That's it. Not ideology. Not this land and resource. Control the land and using the land. You know what I mean? And the resources thereupon, whether it be minerals or whether it be people. You know what I mean? Well, what about uh, Chicago, what's happening in Chicago? The reason that I keep asking about this is because just like in the 
in the city of Detroit, the state of Michigan, over the crime rate since the COVID that they unleashed on us mm-hmm. has spread. The crime rate is up to 78%, but oh, the yeah. surrounding suburbs are much lower, and they're killing and, and plundering our people in Chicago. Listen, yeah. all they have to do is just tear that damn high-rise down. It's no need for 10 presidents to stand in Chicago, talk about how it is, that they're going to change things when babies are they, killing they, babies. They you can't even get down. Chicago years ago. That's why they're having so much problems, right? Because they had they did, they displaced people and they put them down in the south of Chicago around Cicero and all like that, right? Enabling them to come in contact with landowners and homeowners for decades and hundreds of years, right in Chicago, and that 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 confluence right fell into each other and it broke it started a war of all these different gangs being split. But they, they get paid off of those people that's dying yeah. every single day. Yeah. You and, die. and they're, they're dying here in Atlanta at horrendous rates now. Exactly. We so, don't have we don't have love for ourselves with people. We don't acknowledge our people. So we have police brutality that comes by that. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on, hold I, on, y'all. Let me let me let me let me interject this. Okay, now look what we got. You up you up there in, in Detroit, you up there in that area where they're talking about, you know, the violence and all the things that's going on there. We talking about Chicago and all the violence that's going on there. Uh, we can go to Washington D.C. We can go to Cali, yeah. L.A. We can go, and and the same thing is happening to black people all over the country. But not only is it happening all over the country, from what you've seen in the Ukraine, you're seeing the treatment of black people in yeah. other nations. Yeah, Germany. I get, I get, I get, I get Germany, U.K. Black people. Mm-hmm. But, Pastor, we're treated different here than we are over there. I'm not saying that the same things aren't happening. There are strong points in our nation, and Chicago happens to be one of them. And so when I speak about Chicago, not that Washington, D.C. isn't good enough to be talked about or all of the South, but there's key points. The state of Michigan sets legislature for everything that's going to happen in the rest of our country. Texas does the same thing. So it's key points. What I'm saying is this. They're getting paid every time somebody dies. We have to stop saying, oh, we don't love each other enough. It's not that we don't love each other. We've been taught to hate one another. That's why it's like that. You can't tell me that black people who are poor, they can't afford to feed themselves with liquor stores on every corner can go and buy guns to blow us up. No, who's putting the guns in the neighborhood? The government and the police. And organized yeah. crime can still be organized without murdering up a bunch of people. See, most okay. people don't okay, even realize we're, we're down. Okay, my sister, we're down to our last. Uh, we're down to our last four minutes, and oh. I want to, I want to take this time for you all to uh, to introduce yourselves and give out your. Uh, contact information, how do people get in contact with you all? Um, Go ahead, my sister. Well, I am Denisha Watson, Detroit, Michigan. If you need to call me for a speaking engagement or get any information on where I'm getting my information from, you can give me a call at area code 248-632-9505 if you're suffering with any health issues and you believe that vitamin and mineral supplementation will be good for you, then give me a call. 
Thank you. Okay, my brother. Yes. Um, well, they call me Ibrahim Musa Saad or either Cedric Sims. I can be reached at 470-776-9490. On Facebook, you can look me up on uh, Ibrahim Musa Saad or Nubian Nation. And um, and, and we, have, we can discuss a lot of facts that I try to have to push forward. Also, I do history tours with Atlanta History Tour under Dwight McQueen. You can look it up online, you know, Atlanta History Tours. My, my thing is that identifying a problem and working toward solution of a problem is what we can do. We, in our wheelhouse, we have the power. We have, we have everything but collect, collectiveness and the, and, the, and the understanding of our wants and needs and working towards that. And I believe that can be done. It's been done before. It's been done in my lifetime, and I've seen how I've seen how it can be done in this lifetime. The crack, the crack babies, and the crack, the crack, the crack wall. We suffer tremendously mentally and physically. So mm-hmm. we have to do is just act in accordance, like you would treat your family, to do for yourselves and do for your family as much as you can. You know, so that is most important. And for accepting a handout. You know, try the try the things of trying to do what you can do, where you at, and what what you do have, to make it happen. Don't be a victim. Don't be a slave to fad. Don't be a slave to your wants and put your wants over your needs. Right? This is what we can do as a people. Now, I understand. You know, I have a lot of different political views, and I've matured and grown over the ages. Right? And I've been in the battle, in the front line, war, whether it was fighting or whether it was just protesting or bringing any issue up that we need to understand. We need to embrace these things ourselves as a group of people that, that, that are a nation and forced to be one by the simple ethnocracy of the government we're in and all over, Europeans all over the world. Okay. Okay, let me, okay, we're down to our last uh, few seconds. My sister, can you give your closing statement? <clears throat> it's, uh, I, I thank you, Pastor Gant. Um, we have to support our leaders, Pastor Gant. Mm-hmm. And um, everyone that's seeking to bring us together, I love you all. I just want you to look at yourselves, take responsibility for where you're at, and decide whether you want to make a change. We can't keep running. So I'm here to help everyone that I can, and I look forward to learning from you all as well. Thank you. All right, y'all. This is the whole Truth and Nothing But the Truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live from the city of Atlanta and and once again, we're coming to you with nothing but the whole truth. You know, the, you know, the solution is in our hand. It's time for you to stand up. It's time for you to wake up, and it's time for you to get up and do something. It's time for you to get up and do what you know is right. First thing you can start doing is start. You need to start growing your own food. You need to get on out there and and, uh, and utilize that little four feet in your yard to make your own food. You need to you need to organize economically as a family. If all of y'all put together a hundred dollars a month, and everybody in your family, you know, you you're gonna it won't be long before you open up your own business. All right, y'all, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. I need your support and your donations to continue this ministry. Uh we're gonna uh, please look at, look online to see how you can give donations and things of that sort. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. And once again, we're coming to you with nothing but the whole truth. Peace and blessings.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.